Welcome to Red State Talk Radio. You're listening to Tori Says for the next hour. I'll be your host, Tori. We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic, unfiltered news. Real news. Welcome, everyone, to the Tori Sess Show. I'm your host, Tori. Today is March 26, 2019. So, uh, you know, I actually didn't think that I was going to make it on time uh, because I was running from early on this morning to some crazy meetings. Um, and then I had tons of phone calls <laughs> and traffic, believe it or not, in North Dakota. Uh, so it was a pretty wild morning. And my most favorite phone call was a phone call that I got at around 7 a.m. Central Standard Time from a friend of mine in Chicago. So we're going to talk about that. So before I start, let me just tell everyone, if you're new to the show, I'm here Monday through Friday, 12 to 2 Eastern Time, live. Um, I also upload my shows so you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, and any other podcast you subscribe to, Google Podcasts, etc. So there's a lot to talk about today uh, on the fact of, you know, let's keep gloating about the fact we were right, that there was no collusion. But I want to just talk about what real news is out there. I am going to showcase with this Jussie Smollett reporting just how half-baked stories run amok, right? And we're also going to uh, talk about what the president has been telling us today and how the fake news is trying to justify their actions. But here's the thing. Jesse Smollett is all about the fake news. All right. So let's take, let's take a thought and just take a trip down timeline lane. Michael Avenatti. What a clown, right? He gets arrested for strong arming, trying to strong arm and blackmail who? Nike. And, you know, for me, it's like, okay, what is it that he's strong arming Nike about? Varsity Blues, Maiden Turkey, the Knight Cancer Institute, and the deals they have with pharmaceutical companies, Chinese child labor. <laughs> I mean, the list is endless. Colin Kaepernick, what is it? Funding, DNC funding, promoting agendas, lobbying. Which one is it? So they say it's something to do with college and that, you know, now during March Madness, it would have been bad if they said something. But here's the thing. How did they find out about this, guys? Here's where people aren't putting things together. Because when I saw that Avenatti was arrested and Mark Garagos was in the mix with him, I started to make phone calls. And last night I got in late. I was tired. But you know what? 
I made a lot of phone calls to ask these questions. So remember how I reported that the Jesse Smollett hoax was pushed by CNN? You know how everyone was like, well, nobody's really going to take that. Well, you know, it was Don Lemon that spoke to Jesse Smollett first. It was Don Lemon that on all reports the morning after the event was all over there saying, I encouraged him to file it with the police. And, you know, obviously CNN's legal analyst, Mark Garagos, was his lawyer. And this is how narrow scoped we are and I'm sorry to say it but if you fell into the trap saying what you know you didn't see the bigger picture this is what I'm trying to show you because a lot of people are like oh I follow this person they have great you know information and facts and this Mm -mm. they just tell you they report journalists investigate and ask questions Uh, that's something we'll analyze about you know Jeff Zuck's you know response so trip down timeline lane. So you guys are now, I can, I can even hear the light bulbs going off in your heads, right? So let's think back. Jesse Smollett was a victim. Jesse Smollett was um, talked to by Don Lemon of CNN. He was encouraged to file this police report. CNN went all in. They booked him interviews. They gave him a lawyer right? Mark Garagos. Yes. So here's where it gets fun. So remember, Jesse Smollett was not just arrested for filing a false police complaint, but he literally sent them on, you know, witch hunts. Remember how he wasn't giving his phone records, how he wasn't, you know, providing, you know, information, Remember how the FBI and Interpol all found out about these Nigerian guys flying to Nigeria and they knew that they were in communication. So lots of resources, lots of agencies looking into this MAGA country fake hate crime that was manufactured. They pulled surveillance video. They arrested these Nigerians. They sang like birds. There's a paper check. They got a warrant. You can't get a warrant to arrest someone with, oh, I think you've got to have hard evidence. So they have all of this, (laughs) but see, nobody cares about Jesse Smollett. Nobody cares. And here is how you flip someone. You give them what they want. What does he want? To be exonerated and looked at as the victim. Everyone was wrong. And the court better stand by that or else I'm not singing. So while we were awaiting his trial, there's something called discovery. Discovery from the side of the defense to see what they got. And here is where they're like, this is an ironclad hoax. It's going to take down everyone. It is going to take him down and then everyone else. It will destroy his career forever and ever. And I wonder how Kamala Harris is feeling right now. So in that sense, this is what really happened. Communications that they received that Jesse Smollett had with CNN led back to CNN and Mark Uragos. During the time of monitoring these communications with a warrant, of course, 
for conspiring with Jussie Smollett. Keep in mind, that was the warrant. Conspiring with Jussie Smollett. They come across communications between who? Michael Avenatti and Dragos extorting Nike. So this is where the FBI reaches out to Nike and says, look, this isn't part of our investigation, but this looks criminal. Is this really happening? And that's how it all went down. So in exchange for his unequivocal, hey, look, we don't want you. We want to know who paid for this hoax, who convinced you to do it, and we want to get them. Because you know what? Eating crow on a global scale about being fake news is one thing. But being exposed... As the perpetuator of fake news, of manufacturing fake news, is more important. Correct? Because we all know that CNN makes things up. (laughs) That's what fake news does. See, and sometimes they don't even have to make it up out of thin air. They just omit actual facts and paint pictures that they like. You know, it's like connect the dots, but no, not one through 20. It's going to be one to 15 to five. And oh my gosh, instead of it being a bunny, it's a devil. So, (laughs) so this is what happened. Jussie complied, Jussie complied and took down and is taking down CNN. Okay. Understand this. So his deal was, if this happens, I better be expunged. I better have a clean record. And I could say whatever I want to the public. Because all of you are sitting there. No, 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 no. There was a paper check. No, 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 no. There was video camera footage. Nope, 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 nope. This is ironclad. He falsified it. He orchestrated it. He paid for it. I mean, come on, man. We even followed these guys to an airport and arrested them when they came back. No way this is dropped. Of course. But... You know, he did so much good for the community. His community service was handing over the real criminals, the real domestic terrorists in our nation, which is the fake news media. Remember, I'm the one that said it. This hoax was manufactured by Don Lemon. I said it. I said it, and I guess the right people are listening, or maybe they already knew, and I just kind of was like, hey, if, obviously, if I can see it, they can see it. This is how it happened. This is why whenever somebody asks you questions, like in an interview, or if you're being questioned by the police, or, um, hey, hand your, you know, you're, you're like, well, I'm totally innocent, and you hand your phone over, you could probably frame your best friend because they have that communication, and that communication leads to the next level of communication, and next level, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like what the Mueller investigation was trying to do, and this is totally legit by law, right? It's like, even though we're just looking if you stole a lipstick... Uh, we stumbled upon a car thief. You know, this guy that was texting you, oh, finally, I like carjacked this car and sold it. He gets arrested for carjacking. Even though nobody complained about it, never found, that's how stuff happens. So this is exactly what happened here. So for all of you upset with Jussie, just remember, he sang, no one will ever hire him. No one will ever hire him again. He's done. He can probably play the victim card, but who's really going to buy it? Because the bottom line is, what is the possibility? The possibility 
that Michael Avenatti, his lawyer, Mark Garagos, and, and him all played within the same time period. Come on, guys. This is the good guys telling you, here's what's really happened, but we can't really talk about it. Now, there was huge conversations for the past. It was on Monday and on Sunday between Jesse Smollett and his lawyers um, that were not Mark Garagos. <laughs> so this is pretty awesome because they got Jesse Smollett on his own. So allow the fake news to perpetuate a story because I was watching Fox New York and she was like, oh my gosh, we totally made him the enemy when he was the victim. Totally not a victim. Okay, let's stop. Totally not a victim. The guy is a clown. The guy was a pawn and he's stupid. He thought he would, you know, just pivot off of that and just jump into stardom. He's an actual nobody with good um, genetic links, I would say, to people that are trying to come into power or think they are. You know, people that said things like, ISIS is like the KKK. And then we're supposed to be taking them seriously to be president or whatever. You get what I'm saying, right? So bottom line is here, Jesse Smollett is not innocent. He could say whatever he wants. And you know what? That's the blowback. We got to say, it's okay. I'm totally fine. Because CNN is getting theirs. And this is how it works. Remember Varsity Blues? Oh, it didn't come from that. We didn't investigate them. It's just something we stumbled upon during another investigation. Well, this investigation, the Michael Avenatti, Mark Garago, CNN, and, 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 is coming from Jesse Smollett. You see it? How many of you are smiling? This is how it works. And unfortunately, sometimes losers like Jesse Smollett get away with things. That's fine. I'm totally fine with him getting away with it because everybody already knows what the facts were when he got arrested. I don't care how he tries to spin it. I was the victim, but you wrote the check. I know what you're talking about. I was the victim, but you hired the Nigerians. I don't know what you're talking about. I was the victim. So... <laughs> It's hilarious that he's pushing this, but I just want you guys to see we are winning so hard. And I told you guys, you know, weeks ago when these indictments start coming in, they're not going to be the indictments we're expecting. It's not like we're going to see Hillary chain foot in hand shuffling down with an orange suit. Not just yet. Anyway, you know, um, <laughs> it's going to be other things like for other stupid crimes. I told you that. And I can't believe that it's going, you know, exactly where we would get the best uh, excitement for it, right? We're giddy right now. I mean, I'm giddy. I'm like, look, Jesse's like, I'm the victim. And it's like, dude, you're so not the victim. You so cut a deal. And I, I watched my Twitter blow up from all these right and left. Oh, he was like, it's, exp so, you know, the obviously lefties, he was, a, we jumped to a conclusion and called him a victim. How dare we? And then the right's like, what happened here? And it's like, come on, man. Does anybody really believe that we had, you know, activated FBI, Interpol, you know, Homeland, Customs, you know, pulling phone records, getting pen warrants? Come on, man. And you really think he got away with it? Uh, he cut a deal. And his deal was like, I'm not doing anything unless you say that I was a victim and you let me play that card. Because this is how dumb he is. I mean, look who he's related to. 
She made her name with a mattress on her back, on her knees. So, by the way, he's a loser. So, like, where's he going to get a job in Hollywood? Nobody cares. Because in Hollywood, they already know he handed over CNN. You just don't hand over one of their gods, right? You can't do that. They bat for the same team. So, he's never going to get a job back. Because if, if... Empire hires him, that means real Roseanne should get her job back, right? Because, you know, you know, he paid for the crime and got away with it. Roseanne said something completely benign because Valerie Jarrett does look like the chick from the movie of Planet of the Eighth to the T. It's like they molded that character from her, just like Curious George. You know, the monkey looks just like George Bush Jr. Exactly. Like, I see the monkey, I swear, I see the monkey in a book, in a coloring book, and I'm like, that's George Bush. So, bottom line is, bottom line, CNN is going down hard, and they should be on red alert right now, and they are. They are. Because we saw CNN, you know, put out an article where Jeff Zuck, Zucker, 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 put out a statement. We're not investigators. We're journalists. And our role is to report facts as we know them, which is exactly what we did. First of all, a fact is not gossip. A fact is not based on hearsay. A fact is never anonymous. A fact (laughs) can't be speculative. So facts are ironclad. What you've been perpetuating is obviously not facts. So he said facts as we know them. So you're saying alternative facts. You mean not real facts. We're not investigators. We're journalists. Okay. No, you're reporters. You're reporting what you're being told. Journalists actually investigate. They take a deep dive. They look into things. They look at perspectives. They call. They seek for sources, you know, and they look around for things. For example, Snopes, right? Snopes is um, what you would call a fact checker. They're supposedly the journalists that do homework. So I had reported about this guy who was stopped in South Carolina with 30 human penises in his trunk. Apparently, Snope says that it's fake. How is it fake when I called the police? I called the police department to check it. But, you know, it's false. This is how they do things. They obfuscate facts and report what they're being told. CNN is going down, guys. Remember, Mark Iragos is an attorney to many, and was an attorney to many people. Like his list, his list of people are like Winona Ryder, you know, kleptomaniac, uh, Michael Jackson, Scott Barney, Scott Peterson. I mean, then it goes on and on and on. Like there's so many. <laughs> Roger Clinton Jr., President Clinton's brother, he represented him. Did you know that, guys? For, you know, being drunk and disorderly or alcohol-related rape, you know, stuff like that, uh, you know, for his little brother. Uh, Also, Cameron Brown, you know, um, you know, the dude that, like, killed his kid. How old was his kid? Like, two, three, four, something like that. Toddler. 
um, because, you know, he didn't like his daughter, so he just threw his toddler off a cliff. Do you guys remember that case? That's like, this is the type of guy that was a CNN legal analyst. And I'm not saying that criminals don't deserve to have lawyers. That's wrong, right? They deserve to have discovery. They deserve to have full justice blind. But when you're a dude and all you do is represent pedophiles, murderers, kleptomaniacs of the elite, Chris Brown, I mean, wasn't he going to do R. Kelly now? I mean, I'm just saying, like, these are, (laughs) this is a pattern. And so Mark is a treasure trove. He's like the co-conspirator, which means imagine how much a warrant to investigate his communications, his files, and just confiscating all that. Imagine how much stuff is there. We're talking from Clintons to Hollywood to big companies to a lot of perverts. This is huge. So, For all of you complaining, this is not fair that Jesse Smalley got off, be like, you know what? I'm fine with that. This loser is going to be in the unemployment line. No one in Hollywood will ever talk to him. He'll probably be pumping my gas. That's his, that's what's going to happen to him. Probably going to be pumping my gas. And you know what? I wouldn't even go past it that he might be able to get a civil suit to get some money to be comfortable as part of the deal. I swear. And I know it sounds bad. And I asked that question because you got to think like the other side and the other side would say, well, hold on a second. I cut this deal. I'm getting all this. It's expunged immediately. I have no record for 16 accounts of felony where, you know, multiple agencies were activated to find the source of this race hate crime because, you know, Trump, of course, meh. So I get all this, but, you know, that's not enough. I I need some money because no one's really not going to hire me now. It's going to have to blow over or I'll have to move countries. So can I sue you? And they might actually let him sue. (laughs) This is where it's going to go. Come on, you guys. It's all a show. This is a circus. And you know what? Sometimes you have to give a little to gain a lot. <laughs> We're giving to Jesse Smollett. I'm happy to give him one million, two million, and oh yeah, restitution, whatever, uh, because charges were dropped because you're such a good community servant. But in the end, we get CNN. We get the real domestic terrorist. We get to hold them accountable for the, for terrorizing not just our nations, but all nations globally. They will never, ever, ever, ever recover from this. CNN will be putting the closing down sale sign and we can all buy their fancy chairs and desks and multiple screens and mouse, uh, you know, on liquidation. This is how it's going to go. They're done. So Jesse Smullett is awesome. Let that guy be, man. Let's all tell him, all right, man, you're innocent. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay because there's no reason to get mad. Look at what he gave us. And if anyone thinks that he didn't cut a deal with all of this federally sourced evidence, you're dumb. You're completely dumb. And there is no way you will ever find any evidence of such a deal because that is a... mm, sealed deal. Okay. But I can tell you for a fact, 
from my sources, and it is a fact, and you can call it an alternative fact because, you know, I can't provide you proof because no one's going to go on the record because it's supposedly a secret deal. They talked about it. And this is why Avenatti was arrested, you know, in plain sight. This was something that was being cooked up. They came to him and said, listen, man, we don't want you. Leave your lawyer out. You come here to us. We need to talk to you individually with no lawyer. Nothing's going to be held against you. Nothing's going to be recorded. Just come here. You want to save your skin? You want to tell everyone you're innocent? You want to go home and say, oh, I never did this, and it won't scar you, and we'll come out and say it too in a court of law? Then you give us full unequivocal access to your communications, please, for this investigation. And whatever we find for it, for other people, you let us have it. You let us have it. And that's it. I'm telling you, this is what happened a couple of weeks ago. And so the finalization of the deal was done just now with Michael Avenatti being arrested right afterwards. Guys, this is incredible. This is a win. And if you can't see what a huge win this is, and you shouldn't be following politics and you should just focus on what your new backsplash in your kitchen is. Because this is what happened. This is exactly what happened. And all of us could just say... All right, Jesse, we'll give it to you. You're totally innocent. You never gave a check. You never hired these dudes. They never lived in your building. There was a noose and everything. You're right. You're a victim. You want that title? Take it. Because you're giving us everything right now. Because the thing about being under criminal investigation for extortion means that there's obviously a pattern. And I know Mark is a very good lawyer, but once there's a search warrant, he's done. He's done, and he didn't expect it to happen. He didn't expect it. And you know Nike's going to get away with crap, too. So whatever it is that they were going to come out with, that gets buried in exchange of taking these clowns out. You know, it sucks because you always want to get the bad guys, but you can't always get all of them. So on that note, I will see you all in just a few after this short and gleeful break. Hello, my fellow patriots. My name is Michael Flynn Jr. and I am the proud son of General Flynn. Your support of the last two years has been incredible and will never be forgotten. If you'd like to continue supporting General Flynn, you can donate to our legal defense fund. Any donation is welcome. To donate, go to www.mikeflynndefensefund.org. Thank you and God bless America. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it? the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855 700 2978. 855 700 2978. That's 855 700 2978. Guaranteed life insurance with no medical exam. 
Sounds great, right? Even better, your rates will never increase and benefits will never decrease. If you're a U.S. citizen between 50 and 80, you can get life insurance guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in every state, and you may not qualify for every policy, but when you call, you'll speak with a licensed insurance company. They'll give you all the details about guaranteed life insurance. So call now, 1-800-707-1219, 1-800-707-1219. Hey, this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for My Pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My Pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable my pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My Pillow stays cool and does not go flat. Plus, it's machine washable and dryable. MyPillow has a 10-year warranty and a 60-day comfort guarantee. MyPillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, and it's made right here in the USA. MyPillow is now offering Red State Talk Radio listeners a four-pack special with two premium standard or queen pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. That's four pillows for the price of one. To take advantage of this special offer, call 1-800-961-9194 and ask for promo code REDSTATE. That's one 800 961-9194 promo code red state put sleepless nights behind you with my pillow the most comfortable pillow you will ever own for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com So, guys, welcome back to the Tori Says Show. And I'm your host, Tori. So, I'm pretty sure, like, I've been seeing so many DMs and texts going, oh, my gosh, totally makes sense. I know it does, guys. This is what I've been saying, that what we need to focus on is people that are giving us facts and then deriving factual conclusions, okay? You're not going to spend millions, close to a million dollars, and mobilizing Department of Homeland Security, Interpol, Chicago police, FBI getting pen warrants and, you know, uh, you know, filtering out to get like, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, like CCTV, you get copies of checks, you get bank transactions, you're subpoenaing for phone records and he doesn't want to give them. And it's like, and suddenly all these charges are going to drop because he was a good boy. Come on, you guys. You got to be really dumb to not realize what happened. I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but I find it almost comical that people are just tweeting about it like, oh my gosh, how could this happen? Oh, it's because it's in Chicago and it's Obama's house. That has, that is no longer Obama's house. There is no more Barack Hussein Obama control. I mean, even though we just heard that all the freshmen from Congress got on the special bus to go have a meeting with Obama today. I'm so sorry. I am so giddy because it's exciting. Like, I knew that indictments were coming and they weren't going to be the ones that we really wanted where we see Hillary Clinton walk down, you know, the street in chains and we all like ring the bells and say shame, you know, but (laughs) this is fun. Like, this is a total president trump crow fest totally love it because like i said he lets them pull their own pants down so number one remember i reported and i even wrote an article about it on tory don lemon owns the jesse smollett hoax don lemon owns it i published it 
I, I put it out there for everyone to see because if you do a search and go to DuckDuckGo because Google is suppressing almost everything and you search for Jussie Smollett January 29th, you will see Don Lemon's name on everything. I spoke to him in the hospital. He was so, and you know, I knew him and I met him and we're like friends, but now they're not friends. Right? When he got caught, they weren't really friends and he totally threw him under the bus. But anyway, so they're like total friends and all this stuff. Stuff and it's like, um, all right, uh, you should file a police report. So CNN urged him to file a police report. Don Lemon urged him. And then CNN's legal analyst becomes the lawyer for Jesse Smollett. So couple, almost a million dollars later, and at least I would say maybe 50 people investigating. And that's an understatement because you've got multiple agencies, right? They find all this evidence and they arrest him. They arrest him. They hold him on a $100,000 bond. And then the judge, three weeks later, says, oh, you know what? It's okay. You've been a good boy in the community. I don't know how. Dancing? uh, Being part of Empire? You know, is he a great Tinder grinder profile? Like, what did he contribute? I see nothing. You know, he is related to someone that's running for president. But, you know... What did he do? Nothing. He actually did do a community service, though, guys. He took that secret appointment with the investigative team where they said, hey, Jesse, listen, let's get a deal. You give us all your text and and you be open with it. and, And we're open to if we want this fish. We know this exists. We know that CNN orchestrated this. We know they went behind it. You won't be held responsible and we'll clear your name. Like I said, guys, it's okay. This guy will never work in Hollywood again. He'll probably move to Brazil or Europe somewhere. Maybe Venezuela. He likes socialism. And that's it. Maybe we'll even allow him to sue the city of Chicago, which is so broke they're handing out IOUs for lottery tickets. But okay, and he'll get that at some point with an IOU. So remember, this is fake news at its best being caught with their pants down. It can't all just coincidentally happen. Oh, and speaking of coincidences. I had put out that article about the Parkland shooting uh, victims that survived and committed suicide, right? And and I put in there how sources that I can't go on the record with uh, said that they were actually subpoenaed by Cruz's defense, right? They were subpoenaed by the defense attorney for Nicholas Cruz to ask him questions because one of the the kids that took their life was the one that went on the record right after the shooting saying, I was with Nicholas Cruz, like in the hallway, he looked really disoriented. And I was like, you know, Hey, if they said you did it, I'd believe it. Cause you're a little bit wacky, but shots were being fired. So there were multiple shooters. Um, can't believe he did it. Cause I saw him in the hallway after I came out of the bathroom. So she takes her life. And then another young man took his life. And he also stated there were multiple shooters just so happens as they're being subpoenaed by the defense attorney of Nicholas Cruz, who, by the way, last Friday was yelling at the judge saying, I can't defend this guy because no one's giving me discovery. I'm not getting body cams. I'm not getting interviews. How am I going to defend this kid that supposedly shot up the school when they can't show me the evidence that they're charging him with that he did it besides what they're saying? So there's that. And we were talking coincidences, right? Uh, Sandy Hook. 
You guys know that Alex Jones is currently in court. He's actually being sued by that one parent and the other ones for saying that Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, Sandy, <laughs> Sandy Hook is a hoax. And so now that guy commits suicide too. The parent of a child, which is part of the whole thing of him being sued for Sandy Hook being, and then we don't even stop there. Remember Epstein? I talked about it, how, you know, Cernovich prompted it and the Miami Herald kind of jumped in to get, you know, these, uh, you know, the Epstein files like released and open and, you know, last minute some John Doe and Jane Doe come in saying, oh, please judge, don't let them see the records because I want this behind me. And then this John Doe, which I pretty much have an idea who he is linked to crown predators investments. He puts in a letter and says, oh, you can't do this because whatever he said. And suddenly yesterday, the judge that oversaw the Epstein case, albeit he's 96, just suddenly dies. Now that it's down to crunch time where the judge has to say, all right, release the Epstein files. And then it's like Pandora. Doris Bach coming all out right so he suddenly dies and it's like and then you see an article from CNN and guys this morning was a crazy morning for me I got zero done like as I said I didn't even think I would make it for a live show um so I'm like the first thing I see on my feed as I'm sitting in my car behind a red light and I pull it up to read is CNN saying, oh, within two weeks we've had these suicides. Of course, they're going to throw cover that it's an epidemic, that it's an epidemic. So it's no big deal. It's just a coincidence that all of these are happening because it's, you know, survivor's guilt or some BS like CNN seems to be throwing cover for a lot of these weird things, which makes you wonder, uh, you know, Zuck, Zucker, Zucker, what he was saying is just really weird. He said, and I quote, a sitting president's own Justice Department investigated his campaign for collusion with a hostile nation. That's not enormous because the media say so that's enormous because it's unprecedented the only reason it was a hostile nation was because of cnn and obviously that dude rachel maddow right who's such a crybaby so you know the you know apparently what we're seeing now is that they're going to get theirs. We're, you know, yesterday I tweeted out how we're serving Michael Avenatti Crow on fancy plates because, you know, he likes fancy things but can't afford them. And why in the world would you ever file tax returns saying you made $4 million? Isn't the whole point of filing taxes to show that you've made less so they don't take it? I'm just confused. I'm just saying. So it's super weird. But anyway, so I just wanted to um, today to kind of take a more excited approach of these crazy. And you're like, where are these indictments coming from? Like, what is going on? This is the storm. Like I said, April showers of liberal tears will be flooding America and April showers of indictments will be flying throughout all of April. And I'm going to give you a Tory says crystal ball moment. Here's how it's going to pan out. So I'll, I'll remember to put like a little asterisk when I upload this so I can refer to this in the future. Bill Barr, make no mistake is not even remotely close 
to being an ally of the American population. I want you to pay attention. He is not even remotely close to being on our side. He is old money, but not money, old corruption, okay? Old corruption. He is one of the most corrupt individuals left alive. You know, the minute he finished college, he went straight to the CIA. He was the right-hand man of everything disgusting that happened in the 80s, even under Reagan. Because Reagan wasn't really anything except for a prop after they shot at him. They got at him. He was a great man and tried to pull it through. But this is why I say that um, Bush was... uh, you know, a three-term president. So what I want you to understand is what is going to happen. We're going to see an array of these indictments. There is not going to be a FISA D class the way we want you. You know what you want to do? Like I can picture it. Like this would be my fantasy, Right. Because I'm all about setting fires and just walking away and saying, burn, you know, this is me. But this is how I imagine the president to do it. He's like email media list right (laughs) to all national media, which, by the way, if anyone in the White House press is um, listening, please put Tori at Tori says dot com on your list. I hate getting them secondary. So anyway, he's on there and he's like, all right, type it up. And so, you know, he puts together this email and he's like, all right, uh, here's um, here's Carter pages and everybody else's FISA warrant. Here you go. And he just gives it and click send no redactions, nothing that would totally set the world on fire completely. We would have, uh, the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, uh, Germany, France running for cover from their citizens, but that's not going to happen. Here's how it's going to happen. Okay. And I'm going to walk you through this before we get into coffee hour because I'm going to have um, uh, Patricia, Trump Girl Strong, uh, with me. And we're just going to coffee talk. We're just going to, like, analyze the insaneness of we were right, they were wrong, fake news, and kind of revel in it a little bit. Because I got really excited with this Jesse Smollett because I figured out how they got to Avenatti. Because that was my question. How did they get Avenatti? How did they get Mark? And why is Sucker Zucker writing things like we stand by what we did? And so let's continue staying on track. Tori says crystal ball moment. It's March. We're going to see April showers, more indictments, crazy indictments of things like what that happened, what that happened. And then we're going to get into the juice. First comes Comey and Loretta Lynch hiatus right here. Do not have a secondary counsel. That is a trap. Lindsey Graham is a clown. And if he puts a secondary counsel, it'll only cause blockades. So let's ignore that. I've already told you Lindsey Graham is a clown. And if I'm saying it, I'm pretty sure the president knows it. Because, you know, we understand that the president doesn't fire people and doesn't push people away for nothing. I'll get to that in a bit. So anyway, first Two arrests will be Comey. Well, we'll obviously have Strzok, Lisa Page, Comey, and Loretta Lynch. Um, In that order, I would say that they would come. It would probably be all within the same time. Now, every time they go on trial, 
if there are certain sections of the FISA application and the warrant granted, because there's a FISA application for a warrant and the actual warrant itself. Okay, guys, there's two separate documents on each of these people and four times because it was the initial and then the three renewals. So it won't be like completely unredacted. It'll unredact the Comey portions. It'll hide the companies. It'll hide the media companies keyword and it'll just redact line by line because this is how you make someone sweat and how you're willing to let a lot of Jussie Smollett's get away with BS to get to the hog, right? It's like, you know, I'm okay about losing this battle with Jussie Smollett because, hey, I got this going on this is exactly how it's going to happen with these FISA um, you know redactions coming off it'll be sentence by sentence remember in those FISA applications for the uh, FISA warrant and the warrant itself it implicates a lot of countries and those countries you know you know how the term goes uh I they have them by the balls (laughs) well we have them we have a lot of balls right now in our hands lot of them globally. So what you do is you make them sweat to either comply or you're just like, I'll just release the Kraken right now. So this is how it's going to happen. Now, when we roll into June, we're talking late May, June, it'll come the time where the Clintons, uh, where, um, McCabe will start to be held accountable along with what they did to General Flynn because this is right before General Flynn's sentencing and according to the Mueller report there was no Trump-Russia collusion yet they have General Flynn for Russia collusion because he lied of Russia collusion when there was no Russia collusion so that's super weird right so this is where it's going to come to to the point where they need to admit that this was a frame job okay And that is something Barr may not be comfortable with because it will implicate the president, not President Trump, but the former president, Barack Hussein Obama. It'll implicate the chief justice. It'll implicate a lot of people. And he won't do that, remember, because he's friends with these people. He worked with these people. He postured himself to come in. So he will come to a point, and I'm telling you, by that period of time, that William Barr will be recusing himself from one specific area. That is where Horowitz comes in. That is where the OIG report will come through, and Barr will recuse himself, and he will get fired. Okay, I'm telling you this because it's Labor Day weekend that I'm expecting that Huber comes out. So and that'll be great because we'll have Christmas. That's where we're going to see the uh, big dogs being held accountable. And, you know, and the brass ring, I could, it's, it's like in my mouth right now, is like impeach 44 because we can do it retroactively. And this is what I'm getting to. It's going to be, I want you guys to understand this is a great high right now where we're getting all these guys that are at the bottom of the pyramid. These are the bottom feeders. So Avenatti is a bottom feeder. 
We get him, but because we remove him from the bottom of the pyramid, all these other on top of him are toppling down. Remember the Kavanaugh hearings? Remember those women? Remember Stormy Daniels? Remember all the other women? Remember Jacob Wall? Remember all these things that happened? He's taking them all down with him. Mark Uragos is going to be opening up a treasure trove of information, especially the one about CNN. So, in essence, Barr won't be here in the fall. Because you know how the media, they went with their key word yesterday of Trump handpicked him. No, he didn't. No, he did not. Trump let people think that he approves of what they said. Here's how it happened. Barr was coming out like a, you know, random fart from somewhere on TV. Oh, you know, if I was the president, this is not right. Oh, every now and then. And and he would be like once in like, you know, a 20, uh, you know, a whole week and have like a one minute segment. And you're going to tell me that the president saw him out of all the talking heads. No, someone pointed it out. So then he went on again to another channel and made his comment or wrote his little op-ed. They're like, hey, look at this. This is William Barr. Do you know who he is? So now the president already knows which clown put it in his face. Who's the clown that put, you know, William Barr in my face so that I have him on my radar? You see what I'm trying to say? William Barr was never handpicked by the president. He was handpicked by the deep state. And they're like, just like Jussie Smollett. We're like, all right, Jussie, you're innocent. You're a victim. Even sue us and we'll give you like $500,000 to shut up already. We don't need you. You're, you're, you're like a minnow. We want the sharks. Uh, we're focusing on this is exactly what Barr thought he did with the Mueller report. He's like, the Mueller report is a minnow. The shark is taking him out. And the thing is, one thing people haven't realized is that President Trump is a genius. He is a hundred steps ahead and, you know, no one is paying attention to the little fine details, little fine details. And this is, this is where, you know, arrogance kicks in when you're arrogant because you're that, you know, um, you're, you're arrogant because you're so powerful, you lose plot. Just saying, you lose plot. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride for all of us this summer. But it's gonna be a darn good Christmas, darn good Christmas, because that is where we're gonna see the stuff that we've been waiting for. Pretty much everything we've been waiting for. Now um, we do have to understand that. The problem in our nation, aside from being morally spent and corrupt, I mean, uh, you know, just the other day, uh, what was it? Um, was it New Jersey is now introducing a new law for like, you know, assisted suicide thing. And, um, you know, what's funny, right? Assisted suicide laws are not just the ones that you're like, yeah, I'd like to commit suicide. Help me. Assisted suicide laws are also implemented to your caregivers to do your doctor, nurse, court appointed or anything. So aside from being morally spent and corrupt, who is the one that is morally corrupting our nation? And that is the mainstream media. They make us 
believe that racism is alive and well. You know, obviously it is, but it's like one in like a million. Okay. And we're 380 million strong and it's like 0.1%, uh, 0.01% are really racist. They, um, they terrorize us with the idea that we will be secluded from the rest of the world. Damn, it's really helping China, though. I mean, you know, you don't see them having issues. You don't see anybody having the poverty. Well, you know, let me leave that out. I won't even touch that because that's like a whole other topic. So let's just say they're making us embarrassed. They're telling us that it's wrong to love our country. They're telling us it's wrong to not allow criminals in. They're telling us it's wrong, you know, to vote, you know, uh, with an electoral college and that the, you know, New York, LA and Texas should be the ones telling the rest of the nation, you know, who, who's the president and what policies should go for. Not only that, the mainstream media is now pushing this insane idea. Remember yesterday, I was telling you guys how the president is a planetarch and we don't really have that word in English. It's a Greek word. Well, now they're pushing the idea that people from around the world should be able to vote in the United States because the U.S. dictates policy and influences the rest of the world. I swear to God, I saw this article and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is how far it was through the independent. And um, that's where I saw it. It was in the independent because, like I said, this morning, I have just been so frazzled um, that I had like zero time to like uh, read the news. I was just constantly on the phone. So I saw this. That the independent, it was independent.co.uk, right? Said that globally, everybody should be allowed to vote in the U.S. elections. (laughs) Because we push policy. Wait, and here's how fake news works, okay? They create the, um, uh, they give you that, um, what is it called? Um, They're setting the stage for us, you know, the atmosphere of how we should feel, right? This is how we should look. This is how we should dress. This is how we should talk. This is how we're all, this war and this and open your arms and bend over and, you know, et cetera. And then they just push garbage too. So here's a a hint of garbage. Guys, I'm going to read this to you and you're all going to laugh. And I'm telling you, like, I I literally... um, texted the tv station who wrote it and i was like what is this article so there was an article (laughs) that was was published about gas prices and so this gas price thing okay let me read it to you it says gas prices on the rise in north dakota uh analysts say it's normal when weather starts warming up that's when the annual switch from winter to summer blends (laughs) requires more refining and higher prices guys it's hilarious so so we have a summer what is this starbucks i didn't know that gas gets refined differently for the are we kidding guys i i I swear this is what they put and they're like every energy is produced year-round and supplies are stockpiled in the winter time and are used aggressively as we head toward the summer so the refining capacity is not capable of meeting all those needs in the summertime they refine it in the winter time and store it and so you are now utilizing those supplies says a dude named grainer And who's Grainer? Nobody knows. He's supposedly some commodity guy, but he had no name and no listing. And they also said that the political turmoil that we have caused in Venezuela also affects the prices. Stay tuned. I'll see you guys shortly after this break with uh, Trump Girl Strong. See you in a few.
Radio. You're listening to Tori Says for the next hour. I'll be your host, Tori. We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic. Filtered news. Real news. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. Uh, so, again, always, you can follow me on Gab and Twitter at Tori underscore says. Obviously, I've not given much love to Gab lately, so I should. I also have a Facebook page. Um... It's the Tory Says page. If you join Red State Talks Radio's group where we all talk news, um, you know, you will be able to find me there. I usually post stuff anyway. Uh, So I post a lot of things there. I find that Facebook is a little bit less censored and that I get a little bit more traffic in regards to putting out my articles than I do on Twitter, um, which you all know has been like testing some new algorithms. You know how they switch like our face or whatever. Um, And so my my guest for this coffee hour, because like I said, there's a lot going on, but we just have to wait for all this stuff to drop. And, you know, uh, always listen to what your gut tells you uh, and pay attention to who's spreading this misinformation. And, you know, I know that I have a lot of listeners from conservative media that are, you know, all about, you know, the news. And they're the news, so just listen to them. Don't listen to anyone else, especially Q or anyone else, because they know. I'm not telling you that. I'm like, look at everyone else and see who tells you the truth. That is exactly what the president said, and I wholeheartedly agree. He needs to surround himself with independent investigative journalists because if what Sucker Zucker says that they only they're journalists and they report the facts as they know it, um, you know we're we're in for more of this divisive craziness. So without further ado, for this hour, I'm going to have Patricia. Uh, on with me her twitter handle is at trump girl strong well she could tell you where you can find her um she is a very good friend of mine um people love to follow her she's very fiery she's a firecracker when she responds um i think she has a longer list of blocked people on twitter than i do um patricia welcome to the tori says show how are you doing today Hey, how are you tori i'm good i'm good are, are you as giddy as i am with this jesse smollett thing I am just excited about everything this week. It's only Tuesday, and it's been a crazy week. I, you know what? I have to agree, because it feels like it's almost Friday with all of this stuff happening, right? It just feels like it's a lot faster. So um, before we just start taking all topics, and I want us to talk Flynn, I want us to talk, you know, Avenatti, I want us to talk Sucker Zucker, uh, Brian Stet- Stetler, you know, Truffle Shuffle Boy, and all of that. Uh, just tell people where they can follow you um, and, you know, uh, anything you want. Just tell them whatever. Introduce yourself because I could just sit here and say in in just one word, she's awesome. Go ahead, Patricia. (laughs) (laughs) 
awesome um, vocal. <laughs> yes, as you said, a firecracker. Um, as, as you also mentioned, you and I have been friends for a couple years now um, through Twitter, of all things, but have really bonded over uh, being Trump supporters and over all the corruption that's out there and digging deep to find out what the truth is. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, I've, forgive me for, I'm a little bit nervous because I haven't done radio in a long time or TV or any of that. I've, I took a four-month sabbatical from Twitter from all the stress of the last couple years and um, all the negativity that was going on on Twitter with the censorship and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous. But I, you can find me, at, like Tori said, at, at Trump Girl Strong on Twitter and then uh, on Instagram as I believe it's at Saltwater Heart Patricia. So, um, but, yeah, I'm just an activist um, in my local community here in southwest Florida and then obviously fighting for Trump the last couple of years. So um, that's really what's going on here. Yeah, you helped get Governor DeSantis kind of, you know, out there and addressing issues in your community. Something that I encourage to all my listeners, just get out there and do things. Even if it's like just for your block party, do something. And so you did some really great things um, in your community, and I'm pretty sure that they appreciate you. But but you know where we where we and 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 my listeners all agree on? We just don't like BS. Mm-hmm. We're so tired of it. These, you know, fake patriots, these, you know, fake news people. It's just it's just tiring. We have people that are talking about how abortion is murder, yet they've had abortions, you know, without naming any names. You know, we just have to sit there and be like, okay, well, then. So um, so let's where do you want to start? Do you want to start about this like Mueller report and how, you know, what you see for it and, and what should come out for it in regards to General Flynn? who we both adore and you did amazing, um, you know, spearheading this whole uh, putting it out there on in, you know, on a billboard in New York Times. I mean, you know, you worked really hard and I tried to do on the end details um, and it was it was it was pretty amazing. So, I mean, where do you see that now? Where do you see uh, General Flynn now? Where would you see well, let's just start by saying that, first of all, I want to thank um, you, Red State Radio, and Scott Adams for all the help in getting the General Flynn billboard up, because without you guys, it wouldn't be there. So um, I was just the conduit for getting the Flynns on board, and um, oddly enough, we had a lot of people trying to attack us online saying that we uh, that the Flynns were against it, that they didn't know we were doing it. Um, they were totally aware, and I've had General Flynn uh, messaging me saying, thank you, uh, you have no idea how much this means to my family, everything you've been doing for us. I've been friends with Michael Flynn Jr. for a few years now, and I have done everything in my power to try to bring attention to this cause because he was obviously unjustly uh, attacked and brought down, I fully believe it's through the Obama administration, and I, I really want him, um, I want to see him get justice. I, I, it's been very unfair what has been done to him and the millions of dollars that he doesn't have that he's had to come up with money um, to pay for all these lawyers and everything that's been going on since this, this happened. Unjustly, again, a nice reminder that he... Um, his his phone wires were tapped. I mean, things were done so illegally via the admin, Obama administration that um, 
you know, it's just been so heart-wrenching to watch the Flynn's go through. So um, thank you guys for everything for with the billboard. I know how much the, the Flynn's really appreciate that, and I just hope we can get them some justice. But um, beyond that, I do hope that, you know, he does get that justice. I hope that uh, charges will be dropped. Uh, I hope that Trump will get involved and pardon him, clear him, whatever means necessary to get him his life back. And I do constantly say, like, Trump, when are you going to hire General Flynn back? You know, I don't know. I've never spoken to General Flynn about it. I highly doubt he'd want to be back in the public eye like that again. But, um, you know, I, I just want him to see some sort of normalcy in his life again, even though he has continued to live a very normal life. He's a very humble person. Uh, but I'm very, very grateful that this Mueller report came out and that Trump has been vindicated. So um, now we just need to see all the other players get some vindication as well. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've talked about General Flynn before on my show, and I've let people know, you know, in mm-hmm. a professional capacity how I first met him. And um, I gravitated mm-hmm. toward him like he was a glowing light in a room of darkness mm-hmm. um, at an embassy. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I... Uh, I find it more, um, it's important that I do it because I felt like that first encounter with him, it was like he saved me because I felt like I was being thrown Mm -hmm. into a pit of snakes. And, um, you know, my heart broke when they did his whole retirement ceremony because I saw, you know, Mm -hmm. my best friend, John Brennan (laughs) and Clapper. (laughs) enjoying his forced retirement and they were you know they were so excited about it you know and Mm -hmm. you know I'm kind of looking forward to him anything against him being dropped and I'll tell you the thought process behind this okay and tell me if you see Mm -hmm. any merit to what what I'm analyzing not like I have any inside information or anything but Here's how it mm-hmm. goes. We've got the Mueller report that says no one from the Trump family or the Trump campaign uh, was colluding with Russia, right? Correct. So that would include General Flynn. Now, if you remember correctly, uh, the 302 that was created by Peter Strzok after they sat and had this meeting with Comey and and McCabe Mm -hmm. and all of them at his office where General Flynn being so kind. And, you know, uh, let Mm -hmm. me just let me just put a hiatus here. Like you said, he's extremely humble. But I think the one thing that Mm -hmm. I that I am so aligned with him in is that I'll see the good in everyone first. And he did not, you know, because that's, that's the only way to live life. No matter how many times you get kicked down, no matter how many times someone Mm -hmm. does you over, if you wear that hate and those scars as a shield, you will never, you know, enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think to that, Mm -hmm. I see how he would let them come in. He wasn't you know, curie, he, he didn't see it as nefarious. He embraced them. And so what I see mm-hmm, coming definitely. is, yeah, these indictments that are coming is that one of them is going to be Peter Strzok being charged with falsifying the 302 about Flynn. Now, mm-hmm. when that happens, Flynn's charges will have to be dropped. His whole case was That's a charade right. based on a 302. So there won't need be need any for, for clear Flynn or anything. It'll just be like, I'm so sorry for this, sir, kind of thing. And at that point, that's right. what I'm expecting to happen. Um, that is something that I'm expected to happen because of that. And that will come, like I uh, said in my first hour, when um, Horowitz comes out with his OIG report. And that should be like,
like end of May, right. beginning of June. And that's why I said that um, at some point, I think Barr will recuse himself on not this matter, but others. So in that sense, you know what I'm totally gearing up for, Patricia? Uh, in that sense, I'm waiting for President Trump to say, so his life was destroyed. He never lied. They just said he lied on a paper that they right. lied about and they manufactured. So he belongs to me now. So Trump Flynn 2020. What do you think? I'm totally excited about that. I would, I would totally. <laughs> you know, that would be my dream. Oh, my too. gosh. I would, be, I would be that crazy person with like 20 hats on, you know, handing out stickers and banners. <laughs> Um, but what do you think? I mean, that would be awesome because no one can tell him you can't hire him. Incredible. Yeah. And, and this is how it's going to come. I'm, I pretty much can see that because we all know that they manufactured the 302 that got him into court in the first place. We know that Mm -hmm. this has already been said, but it hasn't come out in the court yet. So the minute that comes out in the court, And Peter Strzok is held accountable for falsifying a 302. Because you remember, they deleted all the emails and texts and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Then Mm -hmm. why was he on trial? Because of a fake testimony that he lied that was fake. So obviously they could have written whatever they wanted. So he never lied and he admitted to it because he's like, hey, you wrote it down. I have to. So all he has to do is retract a statement and it's gone. And the president saves face by saying, guys, he admitted to something that was written down and he had to take it as fact. So um, bottom line is he never did anything wrong. They did. So it's going to be Trump Flynn 2020. I think America would be on fire. That would be an awesome announcement on July 4th. That's how you party harder on Uh, July 4th. (laughs) I would love that. I I absolutely would. I just don't know. Uh, Again, I've never spoken to either Michael Jr. or to General Flynn about this. I have no idea if that's even something that General Flynn would consider. I can't imagine having gone through what he's gone through and then saying, hey, I think I'll run for (laughs) vice president under Donald Trump. Um, So, so, you know, I I think that's a a pretty big leap um, for, you know, for him to take. I'm not sure he would do that, but I would I would be in heaven. I mean, I would run harder than I ever did before for Trump the first time, knowing that General Flynn was on board because he is such an honorable, incredible person. No, I agree. And remember, he's been in the pits before. He's a boots on Mm -hmm. the ground kind of general. So this, you know, attack that happened to him. You know, you know, these legal fees he's he's incurred. Obviously, if this is all taken out and thrown out, the government will have to repay him for that. They will pay for those legal fees. That would be my hope. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, that would be my hope because it's uh, totally unfair. Well, it has to be. Even when people are in prison wrongfully, the government reimburses Mm -hmm. attorney fees and, you know, gives them something like 50 bucks for each day they're in jail or something. But, uh, you know, he Mm -hmm. wasn't in jail. Mm -hmm. But, you know, regardless, this needs to be done. And the only way you you say face like a, like a soldier would is like mm, I'm back even though you kick me down I'm back because he is that kind of person so I am kind of uh, you know putting it out there in the universe uh, because that mm-hmm. would be the best way to um, first of all dismiss that cloud of oh you lied oh mm-hmm. you know I've seen the comments that, yeah just you know I've seen mm-hmm. the comments on Twitter and I'm just like what like, these people don't even There's know it. nasty people. Man, you know Heidi yeah. Heidkamp's brother? Let me let me just call him out on air for a second. You saw that. I posted it on <laughs> Facebook. I was so shocked that he did 
he wrote a piece. Guys, this is Heidi Heidkamp, Senator, former Senator Heidi Heidkamp's brother, who's considered a journalist, has a blog and a radio show, and he's the one that gives the news to the people of North Dakota. He literally wrote a piece where he said that um, Michael Flynn just cut a deal. You don't have to watch Law and Order to know that means trouble for the Donald. Flynn cut a deal, and nobody knows the details except for special investigator Robert Mueller and its team. So let's speculate. Flynn cut a deal promising to give the goods on Don Jr. That is something he wrote. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I just have to stop you for one second. Do you, don't you know what journalists are now? Brian Stelter just said that, <laughs> that they don't have to investigate. They just report. Well, yeah, and Sucker Zucker said we're journalists and we report the facts as we know them. And it's kind of like... Correct. What does that mean? Like, when I... I saw it. I was kind of like, this isn't real, is it? This can't be real. This mm-hmm. person didn't really write this. Um, because obviously they don't know, first of all, who General Flynn is and, you know, mm-hmm. uh you know what he stands for but this is this is bad news this is like fake news like you know you you know the flins in one capacity i uh know the general mm-hmm. in another capacity and for both of us it's like what he gave the goods on don right. jr like excuse me and this was actually written <laughs> and purported as news yeah so yeah. Uh, you know, where do we go with this? Like, you know, for me, I'm seeing this Jussie Smollett being the, you know, that that piece of thread, you know, like when you have a thread hanging out of your dress and you pull it and then the whole dress comes undone. Yeah. He's that thread. Yeah. And we're just like, we'll just let that thread go. So everything else falls off. And this is where it's coming down to. I think the media, the mainstream media, specifically CNN, is going down hard now. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, on the fake news? And, you know, obviously they're mitigating, but what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I come from a slightly different perspective because I'm extremely jaded having experienced everything I've been through in the last couple of years with the media. And I'm talking Fox News and, you know, the conservative media as well. Um, <laughs> it. It's actually it's funny that you mentioned about how General Flynn is the type of person that just picks up the pieces and moves on and comes out bigger and stronger. And it's a lesson that I am right now trying to learn from him that you just keep moving forward. Um, so I'm trying not to be so jaded. But uh, seeing all this stuff with Fox News lately and how they've been hiring, you know, Joe Biden people and uh, Donna Brazil and who I can't even think off the top of my head who else, but they have been just turning so hard left that I don't even differentiate between them and CNN anymore. It's all the same. They're all garbage and everybody just wants to be somebody. They just want their name out there. They don't care about facts. They don't care about us. None of them do. We're, we're just another listener to them. We're not their friend. We're not their, you know, their um, their family member. We're just somebody else that's going to bring them another, you know, dollar um, to their bank account. So it's I come from a very different position than you and that I just don't trust any of them anymore. It's a shame. Well, um, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, I and this is probably why I um, 
I am careful where I go, you know, because, you know, I used to get on a lot of radio shows and um, do segments and write for a lot of people, either in my name or give them news. But I realize that even the mm-hmm. media that portrays itself as being, hey, you know, we're all for America are really not. And mm-hmm. that's, and that's scary, right. you know, because you don't know who to trust for information and, you know, the more, and the president has been saying it and, you know, anyone that listens to my show, I just keep telling, just look at the president's tweets. He tells you what's important for the day, mm-hmm. you know, uh, right. but I, I, I see that they're in full panic mode. Uh, you know, I'm still standing by my statement and Patricia, you can laugh. And a lot of people laugh at me that RBG is nowhere to be seen and she is dead and <laughs> she's been dead. And, um, there's a, I saw a couple of tweets, um, yesterday come out, uh, you know, where they're omitting audio and video of her commentary. And for some reason, only CNN is in these hearings and it's like, mm-hmm. You know, CNN is everywhere taking pictures and video and they happen to be in the area when Roger Stone was, you know, ambushed. Right. But they can't get one live video or non inaudible or copy and paste. So here's the thing. I was listening to some Uh um, video uh, from C-SPAN where it was on video, but she wasn't on the video, but you could hear her voice, but not really. It was like kind of copy and pasted. Hmm. And that was from a previous case. And I'm like, what's going on here? Why haven't we seen her? How is it that in all of America, no one snapped or like, Hey, here's me today holding up this paper. This is Ruth Bader Ginsburg right here. How does that happen? And you know, I'm actually right along with you uh, in, in the fact that I do believe she's dead. I, 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 I mean, yeah, it sounds a little conspiracy theory-ish, if that's a word. I just made up in my own word. Uh, but, you know, ever since that day that Fox News posted, accidentally posted her, um, not her obituary, but like a, a screenshot or whatever of her death date being in 2019, I'm like, they know something. There's something going on. There's, I mean, either she's on her deathbed and can't, do anything can't talk can't whatever and they're just hiding that or she is dead right i I just can't see how it's any other way because it's you're right she hasn't been visible right no one's seen her and the thing is no one's actually seen her physically like physically physically since right before her fall and I'm like, okay, she right. fell. She supposedly cracked her ribs that turned into cancer that turned into surgery. So she's taking all these meds. But then who's writing her opinions all this time? On meds? Exactly. You know, this is the Supreme Court. Yeah, this isn't exactly. like, you know, I'm I'm writing an article that someone's going to edit for me. This is the word of the Supreme Court justice, right? These can't be modified or edited. So, you know, where is That's she? Right. Yeah, where is she? And why is it on, you know, this video, she's nowhere on this. And then when her voice comes out, it's kind of like there's a pause. And then it's like they spliced in audio. And then, you know, they continue. And it's kind of like they overlap lapped audio too at some point where the the attorney was speaking it's just something off it's just super creepy and that's the thing you can't trust the media like you said from that thing that you saw they obviously know something so so are you saying Mm -hmm. that the media is controlled by the government someone might ask tori what are you saying are you saying that we have no media yeah i'm kind of saying that (laughs) i don't trust them as far as i can throw them (laughs) 
No, we are the media, the citizen journalists. We're the media. We're the, the people that are digging. I mean, I may not be physically out there breaking stories, but I guess what people don't know about me is I spent the last couple of years feeding information to certain um, big-named uh, commentators, show hosts, whatever. And so I've been through other people who have been giving the information to me. I've been passing that on. So it's us. We're the ones that are digging for real information about Seth Rich, about, um, you know, about these people that are mysteriously dying who have been a part of Hillary's life. I mean, how many suicides can there be in one person's life before somebody starts to say, hmm, I think there's something wrong here. So um, we are the we are the journalists. There's no such thing as as journalism anymore in the same capacity that it was all these years. You know, I have to agree with that. I mean, exactly. I have to agree with that. It's it, I've been <laughs> I've been working under cloak and dagger. You know, sending out information to people as well because we're the ones that ask the questions. It seems that they, you right. know, that journalism is gone, um, and uh, mm-hmm. everyone just needs to get in there and and put it out. And you know, thinking about it, I mean, if all of us went out to the street. Would we have any obfuscation of facts? I don't think so. But it takes a lot to get out on yeah. the street, right? Um, so with right. with a minute left on this segment, before we crack to the break, um, I want everyone to kind of uh, – you can uh, you can also call in if you have any questions. I do have the phone lines up, open. It's uh, 215-867-8255. I want, you, uh, I want us to kind of sit and think, and I'm also watching the uh, Periscope feed for any questions. Uh, of what do you expect from the fake news media? Uh, like, what do we expect as citizens from the news and the journalists? Like, Patricia, you know, she's like, I don't watch anyone. I'm just done. They're finished. I'll read it, <laughs> think about it, and that's it. And I'm kind of like that, too. But I, I dig out. I make phone calls, and I ask questions, kind of like that um, – that weird story about the guy stopped over with over 30 human penises. I actually called the police department and asked questions. Um, you know, I literally do that when I see weird stories, I call up and I'm like, is this true? Um, but I want everyone to sit and think, cause this last half hour, I just want us to talk about how the media is shifting and what changes we expect. So, uh, Patricia and I will see you guys in just a bit right after this short break and keep those questions coming. We want to hear from you. Hello, my fellow patriots. My name is Michael Flynn Jr., and I am the proud son of General Flynn. Your support of the last two years has been incredible and will never be forgotten. If you'd like to continue supporting General Flynn, you can donate to our legal defense fund. Any donation is welcome. To donate, go to www.mikeflynndefensefund.org. Thank you, and God bless America. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. 
Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855 700 2978. 855 700 If you're a U.S. citizen between 50 and 80, you can get life insurance guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in every state, and you may not qualify for every policy, but when you call, you'll speak with a licensed insurance company. They'll give you all the details about guaranteed life insurance. So call now, 1-800-707-1219, 1-800-707-1219. Hey, this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for MyPillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable my pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My pillow stays cool and does not go flat. Plus, it's machine washable and dryable. MyPillow has a 10-year warranty and a 60-day comfort guarantee. MyPillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, and it's made right here in the USA. MyPillow is now offering Red State Talk Radio listeners a four-pack special with two premium standard or queen pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. That's four pillows for the price of one. To take advantage of this special offer, call 1-800-961-9194 and ask for promo code REDSTATE. That's one 800 961-9194 promo code red state put sleepless nights behind you with my pillow the most comfortable pillow you will ever own for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Welcome back, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. And this is the last half hour um, of this uh, day, and it's only Tuesday, uh, where indictments are raining down and people are like, where are they coming from? I uh, And obviously, I'm joined by uh, Patricia. You can find her on Twitter, at Trump Girl Strong. I just wanted to make mention of something. So yesterday, there was a release by the Department of Justice about a guy named Aaron Mercury who was being extradited this weekend, the day after the Mueller report was filed from Ireland. I wanted to tell you guys something that you don't know because this is continuing on with the whole Jussie Smollett thing, and I totally forgot to mention it. So I've told you that I've been investigating child trafficking rings for a very, very long time. There was an uh, there was an operation called Operation Pacifier, and this was in 2006 where it was initiated. Um, it was more so where they actually planted child pornography and then found people who um, participated in downloading, sharing, etc. We got doctors, senators. It's a whole barrage. Um, this guy, though, Aaron, uh, had his own site. And I hear, so I, this is unconfirmed, so I'm just saying that I've heard that he worked for um, uh, the conglomerate of eBay companies. 
And this is why he supposedly went to Ireland. But I want you guys to know that his attorney was also Mark Garagos. And it just so happened when the Mueller report was filed that Ireland said, here, you can have him. After so many years, because he was taking the child pornography that was uh, with code to be followed of where it goes and putting it on his own kind of back Silk Road dark web site. So I just wanted you guys to know that. And also another thing, I also got a message from some guy um, that listens and I love him to death. And he sent me, he's like, Hey, you know, they do do something. They say that they refine fuels in the summer. They do that in California. Here's the thing though, in the state of North Dakota, we go through more um, gas in the winter than we do in the summer. So what doesn't make sense is how do you produce oil? and stockpile it in the winter and you know when we're using it more in the winter if that makes sense and we have nine months of winter two seasons here road work season and winter so i mean i still have snow on the ground um on that note patricia welcome back um we do have a caller um let's take him on and and see who this caller is welcome caller to the tory says show what's your question or comment today um, hello, Tori. Uh, I just got in on the tail end in your last segment. You guys are talking about RBG. You know, it's it's legal and common for the clerks to write up the uh, Supreme Court judges' opinions and then and then pretty much dot the i's and cross the t's and submit those. And it's perfectly legal and whatnot. As far as RBG, she could be she could be passed over and or in an induced coma. But you know, as you noted before, how these uh, the Supreme Court came up with that. Uh, I'm all for the word posthumous. Post the judges, if they're already passed on, that their their opinions or their rulings cannot be official. What was that law that they passed? That ruling. What do you mean? I I, I didn't get that. The last part I just said is that the Supreme Court, as Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been disappeared here, they made a ruling that if a judge is passed on but have made an opinion that that cannot be solidified after their death. They have to be alive and breathing and present in order for something to be official. You remember this. It's it's recent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, that they can't be dead for it to be official. Do you think it's part of something more elaborate then? Oh, that's curious. Well, I didn't even it's, think of it's it that coincidental way. that they're doing this at this time. You know. Patricia, what do you think of that? Anyway, you got that, right? Go ahead. No, Patricia, go ahead. you got what he what? said. He said that they just passed a ruling saying that, you know, if an opinion is put forward by one of the Supreme Court justices and then, you know, um, it can't be submitted or, or you're taken on as uh, they, they can't verify it if it's like, af, you know, when they're dead. Right. If someone's passed, that's, yes. I mean, that would be logical. I, it, I can't believe we have to pass something to, to make that clear. It's just. But I then mean, why the would they pass that? Not, well, I don't I don't know. That's a, a very good question. I, I mean, shouldn't we know where our Supreme Court justices are? Yeah, shouldn't but we they have to give proof of life. <laughs> Right. You know, we want we want a welfare check on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But that is curious. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of it that way, caller, um, to um, say, oh, you know, 
Um, why did they make this law? I mean, isn't it obvious that it's not going to be valid if they're dead? Right. That That's just a very odd thing. So one has to ask why they did create that law or, or whatever it is. But who, why did this even come about? That's super creepy. I'm just like thinking about it. My mind's going a million a minute and I'm sure everybody else is too. Um, <laughs> that That's really weird. I, I didn't even think of that. Oh my gosh. Thank you, caller. Um, do you have any other question or comment? Yeah. On another note, I want to compliment you on your observations and the recent uh, sudden deaths of uh, people from the Parkland, Florida, uh, quote-unquote, school shootings and also Sandy Hook within a 10-day period. I want to compliment you on your observations and your your head-on uh, uh, confrontation with, you know, what they're, what they're presenting, how there's no such thing as coincidence, you know what I mean? This, this kind of reminds me with these suspicious deaths. They call them suicides, but then again, without investigations, they immediately jump to a conclusion, but there's no investigation so far. It immediately it reminds me of two things. One, you know how all the holistic doctors and alternative medicine doctors suspiciously commit, uh, taking their own lives or committing suicide or having these horrible accidents, and that number is upwards of 100 by now for the last uh, two or three years? And it also reminds me of any time someone gets close or is going to whistleblow on the Clintons or any or uh, Wasserman Schultz or any of these people, all of a sudden they wind up uh, face down in a swimming pool or, or somewhere on a beach uh, in, in those certain precincts. It reminds me of those two well, things there. <clears throat> well, here's, here's a prime example, um, Justice Scalia. There is a perfect example of how did he die, why did they cremate him immediately. Why didn't they do an autopsy? Um, he was found with a pillow covering his face on a bed in, uh, you know, some whatever, they, wherever they were, some branch or whatever. That, to me, is the most suspicious thing ever. And the fact that the family never requested a an autopsy is very questionable. You know, um, Patricia, I have to say, the caller that just called in and, oh my gosh, um, where is he? Okay, well, thank you for calling, caller. I was just going to ask him another question, but I think our lines are <laughs> choked up, and so he went. Um, I, 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 I don't think coincidences happen like this. For me, what was the alarm bell is, is that, okay, I see that these two suicides happened one one weekend, St. Patrick's Day weekend, and the following weekend, the other one. And I saw that the common factor to those two students that survived the supposed shooting, the supposed shooting by alleged Nicholas Cruz, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, both said that there were multiple shooters. But the 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 part where it's like all right man this is just way too creepy is the part that they were subpoenaed to be interviewed by his defense team so Mm -hmm. uh you know and then you have the defense attorney you know getting into it with the judge saying look they're not giving me anything how am i going to defend this guy and then like i said it just so happens that alex jones right now is in a lawsuit with the sandy hook families because they're like how dare he say that it's you know a conspiracy or whatever and it's like but the school was closed and that's the evidence which is now where's the evidence and you know all this happened and then you know the weirdest part is you know the psychiatrist for the shooter at sandy hook 
He was from New uh-huh. Zealand. I'm just saying. From where? New Zealand? <laughs> from New Zealand. <laughs> so he was qualified in New uh, Zealand. And I'm like, it seems like everything's just getting super weird. The next thing, you know, obviously suicide has been too obvious, you know, and then, you know, the, the guy for the Epstein, the judge for the Epstein case totally dies. I mean, Albert, he was old, but it just happened now, like out of all old. the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it just happened but, now. You know, it's. It- but if you're going to go there, then, and this has nothing to do with sudden death or anything, but what are the chances that all of these people with the Jesse Smollett, the Mark Gargos, the, what are the chances all these people are connected to one another? And, and Avenatti was suing our clients and um, they supposedly had this sex tape that now R. Kelly is saying is doctored and Avenatti comes into his, his uh, intentions come into question and his ethics now because of this whole situation with him and Mark Garagos extorting money from Nike. I mean, what is wrong with the world today? <laughs> yeah, no. And the thing is, guess what? It all links back to CNN too, which for that, for me, is like popcorn. You know, it's like it's 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 pretty insane because it all leads back to CNN. And and for me, that goes to prove that, you know, what I've been saying that, you know, from the Ruth Bader Ginsburg to these suicides, you know, the the last thing we need is like a reunion of Sandy Hook parents or a reunion of survivors of Parkland (laughs) all getting together on a bus or on a train or on a plane and they all go missing. Oh, it was just like a really unfortunate accident, you know, because stuff like that happens. It does. And yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, it's just a coincidence. Like like you said earlier in the hour, like how many people have committed suicide around Hillary Clinton? It's like that woman that gets married, but every one of her husbands, she's on her fourth husband, but the previous exactly. three all died. And she, you know, got this huge fortune. Like, what are the odds? You know what I mean? Like, when does it stop? And the thing is, fake news media perpetuates these Oh, yeah, that's a conspiracy that can't be true because it just so happened because I saw that CNN put effort this morning and wrote an article about it saying how it's 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 a problem that suicide's a problem. That's the thing. Um, I just wanted to take the last 10 minutes so we could talk about health care. So it's come back into the scene, you know, about Obamacare being unconstitutional. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're constantly saying that President Trump said he wants to do away with pre-existing conditions when that's not what he said. Mm-hmm. So what do you think right. about that? What do you think um, – you know, how is he going to tackle that? Because I've said that health care was something that he needs to do before. He needs the wall and health care before 2020. So the right. president tweeted out earlier in the hour, um, you know, the Republican Party will become the party of health care. How does he fix such right. a huge debacle? Like, you know, for yourself, you know, being independent in regards to income. So you have to get yourself health insurance. You know, for me, I'm afforded, you know, government and my husband's right. But like for people mm-hmm. that are independent and have to go out and get insurance, like what would satisfy you? Like, how do you think he can fix it? Like from a layman's perspective, I'm not saying like, oh, right. yeah, you're a specialist. Like as a consumer, how would you be happy with it? To be honest with you, I I was perfectly happy with it before Obama went and screwed it all up. Um, 
I have always, well, not always, but I mean, as an adult, I've been paying for my own health insurance all along. I was doing um, exceptionally well with it. It was affordable and was able to, you know, have, I have a, a, I would say a medium-sized deductible. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't the best either, but I was still able to go pay for my doctors. I had, you know, my, my co-pays were okay. Um, and then the rates kept rising, but I they were still affordable. When I left California and moved to Florida, I tried to keep my California insurance under the radar. And within a month, they found out and dropped me. And I was unable to get insurance here because they were trying to raise the rates. Uh, it was above and beyond $600 a month for, for just one person in healthy condition. Um, so, And that was all after the Obamacare debacle. Now, I, what Trump can do to fix it I don't know um, what lawfully he's able to do. I mean, I'm not well-versed in, in that, but I do know that, you know, he was on his way. They were on their way to fixing this disaster, and I'm going to pull a Trump and piss a lot of people off right now. But if it wasn't for McCain at the last hour screwing us over, uh, things might be a little bit different by now regarding the Obamacare situation, and we we might be headed in a better direction. So. I, that's my personal reason for being bitter with McCain. <laughs> I mean, not bitter. I'm not like holding on to this. I on am. I am. I'm, not I'm totally, I can't stand the man. You know, I pray that God forgives him, but, uh, you know, I have no qualms in expressing how uh, disgusting of a human being he was. Um, he did a disservice to everyone. You know, I, I, I'm not apologetic at all. Like if I saw Megan McCain, I'd be like, dude, he may have been your daddy, but he was a crappy husband to his first wife. He left her because she was sick. Yep. He like he's disgusting, he like as a guy, even as a, as an individual. And then if you actually look at his records that, um, that he agreed to have released, cause you know, you can't get your veteran records unless mm-hmm. you agree. Right. Um, it shows that mm-hmm. he was implicated mm-hmm. in some really weird stuff, you know, and then Hanoi. So for, forget ugh, McCain, but yeah, no, I have to agree with you. I'll tell you what, in 2008, when I came stateside, I obviously had to get insurance for my family. I was paying something like two hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. for insurance. I think I had gotten Aetna because obviously I have you know um, you know the government portion of it, but you know I wanted to have primary uh-huh. insurance where I can pick my doctor and don't have to wait you know twenty days to see someone for a cough, and right. by the time I have the appointment, cough is gone, and um, you know yeah. register the kids in school and you know do all these things. And I remember I was paying something like two hundred and fifty dollars, and it was great. It was a PPO. It it had, you know, um, co-pays and it was, you know, it was enough. Do you know what I mean? It was enough. And at that time I was in college, right? I was in medical school mm-hmm. and had zero dollars. You know what I'm saying? Coming in and well, right. I had some, but you know, independently, you know, through contracts, but I had to pay for this stuff. And so it, it right. was more affordable. Like you said, it was, it was more affordable. And then after Obamacare, it just went crazy. I was lucky that my husband is working for more, uh, huger, you know, like, you know, transit systems and now the railroad where he gets a pretty sweet deal, Mm -hmm. but still we pay, you know, we still pay something like, you know, $600 a month and our deductible, which is great is only 600 for the whole year. 
right? But we still have to pay a copay of 15. Yeah, but we still have to pay like only it's really good insurance, but you know, you pay a higher amount and it's a railroad. So obviously, but how does he fix this? You know what I think? He should just not do insurance. He should regulate how they charge for healthcare. In, in the sense of, you know, there's like crazy charges. If you have a baby, they charge you a baby holding fee. I am not kidding. This is a real thing. If people right. actually look at the itemized bill, you'll see a Q-tip is like $5. And you're like, what? Why? Oh, I know. I know. Have you ever gone to the hospital and had to get a Band-Aid? I mean, it's ridiculous. But, but you know, part of the problem here as well is now we're, everybody's trying to push towards socialism, and here we want to pay for not only Americans who don't have the ability to pay for their insurance, but we're paying for illegals. Um, I mean, if I went into the hospital and said, uh, I'm from Mexico, I'm sorry, and this isn't racist, so I don't want to hear it from anybody that's saying it's racist, because I'm not talking about a Hispanic person from the United States. If I'm an, a Mexican citizen and I'm living here and I go into the hospital and I say, oh, I don't have insurance, I'm not from here, I, they're going to care for me, and then they're not going to send me a bill because I don't have to give them a social security number or anything. That is completely unfair. I have a huge problem with that. You know, what if we all just go to hospitals when we're really sick and say, I no speak English and, you know, no ID, exactly. no papers and just get free health care. I mean, it's working for everyone else. That's that's the right. thing. You know, it's it's pretty disheartening. You know what you're saying is 100 percent correct. 100 percent correct. Mm-hmm. I've I've actually been a medical interpreter for someone who was an overstay visa from a European country mm-hmm. that used uh, the Mexican you know, name and fake ID mm-hmm. of a Mexican right. that was an illegal. So it wouldn't go back to them. And you know, that's a crime, right? That's a crime. And I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm a mandatory reporter. This sucks because now I'm at a debacle. Like, do I report this or do I just do the job that the doctor brought me to do? So, um, I, I get mm-hmm. it. You're right. But for me, you're right. Socialism is like a big thing. Everybody has been asphyxiated with costs in regards to health care. Uh, you know, there's people that don't really need to buy insurance because they hardly get sick. So should they be yeah. buying, you know, insurance in case stuff happens? Because by the time you actually use it, you know, 30 years down the line, you've pretty much paid for everything you're going to use. So how do you balance oh. it out? You know, when I was younger, um, fresh out of college, and, you know, when I was finally off my parents' insurance, I used to get um, the emergency health care insurance, which was, you know, a lot cheaper than just regular insurance because I didn't go to the doctor. So I just had this emergency thing in case I had something like a major accident, and then it would pay for that. There are so many different ways of going around um, what they're doing, what they've done to healthcare, that I, it's just a shame that we have socialists that are in charge of creating this whole disaster and seem to be standing in the way of, you know, they're roadblocking everything. Yeah, but here's the thing. Why do we have insurance for pharmaceuticals? I mean, you're buying the medicine. Why do you need insurance for it? Just sell it to me where it's affordable. It costs you like 20 cents to make it in a factory, a pill, well, that's or why two it cents. Be regulated. Like... I agree 100%. I think D- Governor DeSantis is trying to make it so that we can buy here in Florida, that we can buy our stuff from Canada. 
Yeah, well, the thing is, I, yeah, and, and I've said it before, like, if, if, if my family's overseas and my kids need antibiotics, right, when they were younger, mm-hmm. I would get that Augmentin, you know, that pink bubblegum, nasty tasting penicillin <laughs> stuff too. Yes. All of that stuff, mm-hmm. they would ship it to me from Greece because it's like $3, and you don't need yeah. a, you need mm-hmm. a prescription to say that the doctor says you need it, right? So that you can get it. You can't right. just go buy it or, but well, actually no, for antibiotics, they don't. It's just for control meds, like, you know, um, antidepressants, mm-hmm. stimulants and stuff like that. But they, right. they don't have insurance. Why should your insurance, why should your insurance document what medication you get? I don't see that. I don't understand. Why can't we just go? It's a store. You have a note and the doctor says, this is your medicine. You're going to take, you know, um, cephalosporin for two weeks, this many milligrams twice a day and you're done and you hand it over and they're like, okay, because it literally costs sometimes pennies, you know, to produce this medication. I know. And they're like, oh, it'll be $500. Yeah. Why? Because they use insurance. This is just insurance is just another way to make more money out of making money. And I think that eradicating the need for health insurance and literally making it a la carte would be perfect. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to surgery, that's where we can utilize what you said, emergency insurance for like big stuff. Kind of like you used to have for pets. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Where you would get like if they get hit by a car, Mm -hmm. they get cancer, you pay for a policy like five bucks a month. So if it came down to it, you knew you had a copay of 500 and they'd cover the rest. Um, That's what we should Mm -hmm. be doing. Having coverage to cover expensive procedures. And then for those that are already born sick, there should be some accommodation Mm -hmm. on pricing for that because it's not their fault that they have you know type 1 diabetes right Mm -hmm. or if you you know are depressed it's not your fault and well obviously you're just going to get medication and your doctor's visit should be like you know 40 bucks or 50 bucks or a hundred dollars for every hour whatever have it on the cart where someone can actually deal with it and have like a pay scale depending on their finances I mean that's the way it should be it should why is there this insurance middleman making money off of making money it's like it's costing us more and i think if we get rid of that component this is how i see it it would be a a, whoa more affordable than anything and these emergency insurance Mm -hmm. companies like surgery insurance cancer insurance and stuff like that would benefit the doctors and you know the more complex procedures i think that would be perfect and if women got like maternity insurance you know what i mean when they're of uh-huh. age that they right. get an insurance and they're paying like you know i don't know 50 dollars a year to insure themselves or a hundred dollars a year to insure themselves if they have a baby then the costs aren't you know, insane and we should never charge yeah. for babies in the hospital they'll get government funding to be able to meet the needs of NICU. Anyway, oh my gosh, Patricia, the hour just went so quick and I'm like, I look at my clock and it's like 45 seconds. I know. Um, This was so much fun. And I totally love having conversations with people um, on air uh, because I kind of feel like when everyone's kind of messaging me that they feel included too. Um, On that note, Patricia, tell everyone where they can find you um, before it tells us we're done. Yeah, once again, uh, at Trump Girl Strong on Twitter, uh, at Saltwater Heart Patricia on Instagram, and I think on Facebook it's at Saltwater Heart Patricia. 
So, um, or just ask Tori and she will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for uh, thank you, Patricia, for coming on with me. Uh, tomorrow, guys, is only Wednesday, so we've got a whole week of a lot of winning. Um, on that note, from all of us here at Red State, we want to wish you a happy and healthy day, and uh, God bless. Good evening from all of us at Red State. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>